This is the Virtual Assistant Advantage podcast, the podcast for Christian virtual assistants and the ministry leaders, business owners, and bloggers who hire them. Learn the tips, tricks, and advantages of working together. I'm your host, longtime virtual assistant and virtual assistant coach, Alicia Avant. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Avant, and today we're going to be talking about the important pieces of a contract. First, I have to lead by saying that I am not a lawyer, attorney, advisor, anything like that, and cannot be held legally responsible for the information that I give you. I'm just simply giving you some of the pieces of the contract that I use. And I did have my contracts looked at by a paralegal before using them so that they were sound and everything. Um, but that's what I would recommend you're doing as well. So let's talk about it. Um, I call my contracts a client service agreement and I have several different types because I have different types of offers or packages that I offer in my business. So I have a client service agreement for someone I'm doing a one-time project with. And I also have a client service agreement for ongoing clients as well. And then the third type is a website agreement. So if I'm doing a website for a client, because those are the three types of packages that I offer. And so the only difference between a client service agreement for a one-time client and for ongoing is that the ongoing signs that the agreement that they are going to continually work with me and that their package will renew every 30 days, whereas the one-time is obviously just a one-time thing. And then the difference on the website is on a website package, I charge 50% as a deposit and 50% upon completion. So the wording or language is there for that as well. So in my client service agreement, I outline the services that I am providing and I also list my hourly rate. I list my package rates. I list my package policy Part of my package policy is that the hours expire in 30 days and I offer a rollover hours policy. If you do not use all of your hours within your 30 days, you will be allowed to, you will be allowed to roll over any unused hours if you renew your package for a package of equal or greater value. And if you choose not to renew your package, you forfeit any unused hours. I explained this in my How I Work document that I talked about on a previous episode, but I also explained this to the client verbally so that they understand. It is really important to have clear communication with your clients and potential clients, even prior to sharing the agreement with them. I also have a disclaimer, kind of like what I just shared at the beginning of this this podcast, my disclaimer says that the client understands that Alicia Avan and company 
is not an agent, publicist, accountant, financial planner, lawyer, therapist, or any other licensed or registered professional. And services may include setting priorities, establishing goals, identifying resources, brainstorming, creating action plans, strategizing, asking clarifying questions, and providing models, examples, and in-the-moment training skills. Alicia Avant and Company promises that all information provided by the client will be clipped strictly confidential and permissible by law, as permissible by law. So I just make sure that they understand what I am not (laughs) and what I am providing. And then um, I give a request for clients' participation in the working relationship and let them know what I expect as far as communication and how I will communicate with them. I list the terms and what my termination policy is. Timelines, payment, refund policy, confidentiality, and compelled disclosure of confidential information. So what I, well, basically that I am, not going to release any private information, a non-disparage agreement, um, dispute resolution, what will happen if there is a dispute, and the entire agreement amendment and headings, like what happens if they want to amend the agreement, my severability clause, and the assignment. This agreement may not be assigned by either party without express written consent. So basically, this does not, this agreement does not stand without us signing it and agreeing to it. And so that is the different sections of my contract or client one-time service agreements. The same is true for the ongoing agreement, except in the terms and timeline and the, um, like the payment information, I share that they will use the hours and they will renew their package every 30 days. And if they don't renew their package, then they lose access to those hours. Kind of like I explained here, but that is an ongoing thing for the ongoing client service agreement. So those are the two different agreements that I have for hourly packages. 99.9% of my clients are on an hourly package, meaning that they purchase a package of hours every single month and they do that on a ongoing basis. I have a couple, well, I'll say I'll have a handful of clients that are on a package that is based on what I'm doing for them. So I have several clients that are on a social media package and I have several clients that are on a website maintenance package. So it is a set fee no matter what I do for them. but I do a specific set of tasks for them every month and those never change based on hours. So those are the different types of packages and agreements that I have and kind of what a contract includes. Obviously you can do more, you can do less. It's completely up to you, but I do 
highly recommend having a lawyer or at least a paralegal look over your contract to make sure it's legally sound, which is why I did that years ago. My contract, even though I update things within the contract about terms and policies and that kind of thing, everything else stays the same, but I do update my contract once a year to make sure that everything is up to date. Because obviously, you know, you might raise your rates, you might change your some of your policies and things based on how things are working in your business. And you want to make sure that you update that on a regular basis. So I do recommend doing that. But other than that, a contract is very easy to create and easy to work with. And I recommend using like HelloSign or HoneyBook or some sort of online e-signature program to where you and the client can sign it and it will be legally binding through that electronic program. And I've done this for years. It's held up well. It's been a great, a, a great um, experience for me and I've never had any problems with it. So I do highly recommend. I've used both HelloSign and HoneyBook. Currently using HoneyBook. But if I were to ever stop using HoneyBook, I would go back to using HelloSign. And you can get up to so many contracts free every month using HelloSign, and then you have to pay for it. And I have used both the paid and the free service, and they both work equally well. All right. Well, this is the end of the month. We're no longer going to be talking about paperwork after this month is over with. So I know you'll be excited to have a new topic. Um, let me see what my topic is for next month. Okay, next month's topic for the month of May is list building. I believe that list building is important to a virtual assistant. I'm going to tell you ways that you can build your list and how to make your list work for you as a VA. So I know you'll want to tune in all next month for those episodes. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you'll join me again next week.